Welcome to Soothing Harmonies of Love, Psyche, and Soul with host Danielle Burns, an inspiring program that explores real stories and rich melodies of love, creativity, and wisdom with guests from a deep healing perspective. Discover how sacred archetypal experiences illuminate new areas of awareness during life transitions. Now, here is Danielle Burns. Hello, and welcome to our first episode on Gifts of Inner Wisdom. I am so excited to begin this new journey with all of you, and I wanted to spend this special time uh, getting you acquainted with who I am and what we'll explore on the show. So today, we will not have any guests. I am your guest, honey. (laughs) I work as um, a college educator and a licensed psychotherapist in San Diego, California. And in my spare time, um, I also enjoy writing poetry, uh, creating gifts of healing through music and voice, and traveling, traveling the world to explore uh, various regions and cultures. What has been an area of personal curiosity, passion, and research for me is this area of the archetypal experience both from a healing perspective and from a perspective um, of knowing. For eight years, I had the privilege of studying archetypal experiences from a depth psychological perspective as a doctoral student, for some of you that may be familiar with this particular um, college setting. Um, I am a student at Pacifica Graduate Institute in Santa Barbara, California. And for my dissertation research entitled Differing Holy Moments, a depth psychological search for the numinous in prenatal attachment relationships, I've had the privilege of exploring uh, historical lineages of love and connection as contextualized within the extraordinary, particular, and diverse stories of women. So for many years, I also encountered some unique archetypal experiences of my own within my own journey and my story of becoming a mother and the momentous changes I endured were primarily introspective explorations of this nature and their transformative elements. And it's these particular archetypal insights that have grown into a desire for me to deepen the meaning of the experiences within my life and work as a clinician and um, researcher of other people's experiences and stories. So on this show, um, we are characterizing archetypal experiences as those sacred or mysterious encounters Because it's my particular belief that life is not static. It's this complex interweaving of differing holy moments and searches for quintessence in the deep, vast territory of self-meanings, of self-awareness, and understanding of human experience that lead to sources of wholeness and well-being. So throughout our journey together, 
we will use wisdom traditions of the heart and imagination to cultivate a caring presence in fullness of life that is grounded in love, compassion, creativity, and inner transformation. Now, during today's episode, we are focusing on gifts of inner wisdom. And many of you have had perhaps life experiences or transitions that are challenging, some of which have been fascinating and awe-inspiring, connecting you to something larger to yourself or to experiences of joy and wonder. Here, the miraculous is felt within the inner workings of self-awareness. And these experiences have the potential to shift um, what I describe as a prefatory way of being into a deep instinctual relationship with the natural and imaginary world. The unique intrinsic meaning to which each person characterizes these significant moments accounts for the possibility of there being something more and can provide an intrapsychic mode of meaning that is distinctly based on individual experience. And this process of becoming is a journey that each person does not enter alone, but is accompanied by one's imagination. And this is the essential lens through which we will instinctively and intuitively confront unconscious self-aspects through pivotal and life-changing experiences. So we're going to begin here with our very first story, which is um, a personal story that I'd like to share with you of my own, as each individual has his or her very unique way of achieving wholeness and self-understanding or awareness through archetypal experiences. So now let us begin with our featured story. to the spirituality of Zen Buddhism is a long-told story known as the Flower Sermon. During this story, Buddha is said to hold within his grasp a delicate flower and with a patient, gentle focus and no words. A sermon is delivered to his disciples. While several of Buddha's disciples were lost as to the meaning of his sermon, still one walked away, having uncovered its true essence 
ocean etched within the flower itself, secretly revealed to the one who held it. As demonstrated by the Buddhist sermon, flowers have the potential to transmit ineffable messages of wisdom, revelation, and becoming to a chosen few without the use of words. In particular, I found myself placed among the minority of seekers and appreciators of nature's ethereal beauty. A timeless vessel of awakening in spiritual tradition, folklore, and on a more recent note, personal life experiences. My appreciation for flowers began in childhood, an innocence met and chosen by the radiant essence of the lily. In folklore, the lily holds several meanings. Hope, faith, birth, and becoming. In one such Greek tale, Zeus desires for his son, Hercules, to become a god. So he lulls his wife, Hera, into a deep sleep while invoking the god of Sumnus. He then instructs Hercules to drink milk from Hera's breast. Only to Hercules' surprise, the milk does not empty, eventually spilling over into the Milky Way, the remainder of which seeds the development of beautiful white lilies on Earth. Given the story's concentration on the lily as a symbolic representation of fertility, birth, and renewal, there is much to consider in terms of the way the lily takes form within one's personal life. Honoring this message meant to once again hold the lily within my own grasp, as did the Buddha within his sermon.
just holding the image of the lily within my mind's eye. I envisioned a tall, slender flower erupting out from the soil, succumbing to the weight of its branches, the tips of which had buds and blooms that exploded with pink and burgundy hues. I observed the flower within my mind's eye as it gently leaned toward the direction of the spring sun and swayed to the rhythmic pattern of the wind as it came and went. I surrender to the wind's tune in sync with the flower. I moved to the rhythm of time, of deeper, more spiritual calling, an inner beauty long forgotten, still buried within the soil of my past.
Hello. Welcome back. And I hope you all enjoyed that beautiful story. As previously mentioned, my own experience of self-discovery has been about the momentous task of capturing and liberating glimpses of what was silently treading beneath the surface of uh, the psychic landscape. So during each show, we will begin with the story from a person chosen within the audience or even from a guest whom we will interview to demonstrate how these experiences have taken shape within human life experiences. And I'll want to uh, share more with you, of course, about the beauty of this psychic landscape right after our next break, which we'll be going to in just a moment. Um, so in the meantime, I want you to just go ahead and think about these beautiful gifts of wisdom in terms of how they validate and orient one's perception of psychological, spiritual, and creative phenomena as consciousness is drawn out of this transformational journey and new knowledge surfaces into one's understanding of self from this deep layer of awareness. Symbols and imagery surface into consciousness, giving rise to emotions. So go ahead and stay tuned with me. We will continue our show after this short break, and I hope you'll stay with me. Until then, thank you for joining us. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Everything changes. All roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering, inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth, and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart, and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free? Let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to Love, Psyche, and Soul with Danielle Burns. 
If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Again, that's lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello again, and thank you so much for staying tuned in, tuned in to our first episode on Gifts of Inner Wisdom. Before the break, we were listening to a story about um, the gifts of inner wisdom found in nature imagery. Remembering, uh, before you all left in the break, I was explaining that these gifts uh, sort of validate and orient one's perception of psychological, spiritual, and creative phenomena as consciousness is drawn out of transformational journeys and new knowledge surfaces in one's understanding of self. I want to spend a little bit of time talking to you about that uh, just a little bit more in terms of uh, what the story demonstrated and emphasized in that area of self-evident expression of the human spirit, the human body, and the role of flower imagery. A unique uh, creative feature of this process of imagery is the body being paired with trees, with blooming flowers, and the voluptuous uh, curvature of hills. These images of nature uh, symbolize the beauty of body and its creative processes and is highly archetypal uh, in character. The process evokes feelings of safety, of calmness, and self-assuredness. The imagery uh, also demonstrates how we may come into the fullness of our existence, uh, centered and contained, moved by experiences of the sacred, uh, connected to the vital essences of our embodied natures. So what becomes evident in this creative domain of nature is how imagery allows us to experience new belief systems, thoughts, words, um, actions, and feelings. How nature also stimulates um, a range of physiological responses that move the body into a deeply relaxed state is also evident. Uh, within um, archetypal imagery of this nature, where a preoccupation with certain attitudes or sensations even uh, can be gleaned and altered. So with this story, connections with nature provide meaningful connections with internal and external environmental ecosystems providing a method of attuning to those elements to achieve one's own significant experience. And in these optimal states of archetypal engagement, one can strengthen the human spirit and increase a sense of wholeness. What I love about this method is that it honors both men and women as vessels uh, for psychological change and flourishing. 
you don't have to be a woman, <laughs> of course, to engage in this type of archetypal experience or engage in this sort of imagery. We all have the capacity to glean something beautiful uh, from these special um, moments. So exploring this internal realm of self-discovery is an ongoing reflection on the open questions, the impressions, also that stimulate the formulations of wonder, curiosity, and the quest for personal knowledge. And then by attending to these experiences that move, um, bring us in touch with the awe um, of our experiences, sort of stirring the deepest layers of our being, we have the potential to encounter a breakthrough of tremendously powerful and divine meanings. I think it's really important to note that not, not all individuals are capable of gleaning such life-altering experiences through self-discovery processes. And I, I wanna give special honor and attention uh, to those individuals who may not be ready you know, to, to engage in this type of quest, this is particularly difficult uh, for individuals um, not yet ready to encounter or endure transformations fueled by high levels of anxiety and grief. And archetypal experiences um, also have a way of bringing about um, those kinds of emotions what I'm going to do is talk to you a little bit more about that um, uh, in our last segment after the second break. So I want you to stay tuned with me. We're not going to go on that break just yet, but we're going to hold off on that discussion for just a bit so that I can talk just a little bit about some of the darker, more unpleasant experiences of this nature. So in that area of experience that can feel dark and unpleasant, where one may um, encounter experiences disguised, for example, by unconscious traumas of fear. It's my opinion that these unconscious traumas for the time being needed to remain hidden in order to preserve a more cohesive sense of self. So the timing is really important. Your body, your heart, or your mind will let you know when you're ready. And then beneath that disguise, the self-discovery experience may then remain concealed within darkness until the time is right for you. Aside from the above, it is worth noting that self-discovery processes take on a whole new meaning in the transition from an emotional experience to its telling. And in such a way, these experiences facilitate the essential understanding of the symbols that dramatize and present a person's inner world so that self-meaning and knowledge can be achieved. The intrapsychic mode of meaning weaved into self-discovery stories are useful for anyone 
who gleans information from them. For example, among the stories we hear, we can react to other people's stories and experiences as if we encountered them personally. And these shared experiences transfer information and emotion deeply and powerfully, situating individuals contextually within the arc of the stories so that both author and listener become strengthened by the guiding intelligence of the narrative. So in such a way, self-discovery stories like the ones you will explore and hear on this show have a way of gratifying one's yearning for affection, for love, for belonging, as they bring together dynamic strands of tragedy, of rebirth, even a voyage, and return for the purpose of co-creation of life meaning and purpose. I love that because this is where I have an opportunity to share my experience with you and for you to participate in that as if you're also sharing your experience with me and or the guests that appear on this show. It is the task of the conscious mind to understand these insightful, yet also mysterious, meanings in order for the process of self-discovery to continue. And what's so beautiful about that is that we'll have an opportunity to experience that process together, which makes it all the more meaningful and powerful for all of us. Now, these processes had been observed earlier by Carl Jung, and I don't know how many of you are, are familiar with Carl Jung, a very famous um, psychologist and physician. And I'm just going to share just a little bit of Jung's theories with you for those of you that are not familiar uh, with him. Because Jung's theories will provide a valid interpretation on the show of experiences of an archetypal nature. So when we look at Jung's perspective, um, in this realm of experience, we have the capacity to connect with a completely different realm, what he describes as sort of like a, a second realm of existence, inclusive of a larger reality, which lay hidden beyond the veil of, of recognition. And that larger veil of reality which is something that Jung describes as the self is capable of the transcendent experiences that indeed allow those beautiful inner psychological and spiritual transformations to occur within our lives. Of course, we're looking at it from a psychological perspective, but we can apply lots of other perspectives to this beautiful inner form of transformation spiritually. And I want to give honor to all, pers all perspectives that render that type of meaning. Alternatively, when exploring archetypal experiences over a longer period of time, one may never fully recognize 
or realize a process of self-understanding. And that's okay, because it's, it's my personal belief that symbols appear as sort of like these ever-changing um, images throughout the course of an individual's life. And this is where a different type of knowing has important meaning. So this is the realm of what I describe as tacit knowing, which is a little different from knowledge. Knowledge, in my opinion, can be a form of meaning-making, but knowing makes possible the ability to sense the unity or wholeness of something through understanding the causal and meaningful properties of its separate parts or qualities. So then both physiological, in terms of the ways that we're talking about the body, and psychological processes can be ordered in similar fashion. What we're talking about here is synchronicity. These processes, both biological or physiological and, psych uh, and psychological, are synchronous. And in their partnership, they may enable a sense of conscious perception and agency. So, for example, let us all consider um, your knowledge and sense of a waterfall beginning as a whole body of water, the showering resembling a curtain, falling as separate droplets, and then slowly streaming down a mountain, merging once again into a body of water, and then repeating the cycle all over again. I want you to just Imagine and reflect upon within that waterfall the colors, the sounds, the shapes, the smells, the sizes, which all facilitate a sense of the oneness, the beautiful oneness and separateness of water falling and the totality of its fullness. So it's the essence of the waterfall that can be sensed by that beautiful tacit knowing dimension where components resemble certainty only to dissolve once again beyond the depths of recognition. And these obscure though distinct dimensions can take on multiple forms and meanings throughout life experiences. And the eternal truths communicated by each symbol indicates the splendor of that wholeness. So to understand symbols depicted within the tacit knowing dimension, one must initially translate meaning into the current psychological language of the experience itself. However, like an author who renders each story anew through additional chapters or revisions, the symbol also has a way of sort of transforming through transitions, through life stages and events that add new meaning to experiences and self-understanding. So no meaning remains the same. 
And then having considered the nature and uniqueness of self-discovery processes, albeit limited, my own senses, my own self-awareness, and I have to be very honest about that, the experience um, of other individuals' experiences is what this show aims to present, that beautiful archetypal expression of self within relationships. And when we come back, I'd like to share a, st- a song with you that I wrote, reflecting the overall nature and gift of the beauty of this type of inner wisdom. You don't want to miss this, so stick around. Now for the break. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Everything changes, all roads lead to an end. Yet, here on the sea of the setting sun, you can experience the bliss of movement and never say goodbye. With the wind at your side, swaying to the currents of life, you can listen to velvety skies whispering, inviting you to pause and reflect along this lover's aisle. Conscious healing and consulting facilitates new levels of empowerment, growth, and awareness using techniques rooted in wisdom, traditions of the heart, and other ways of knowing. While we can't change difficult situations in your past, we will work together to better understand your present circumstances for a more meaningful life. Why not slow down and set yourself free Let the wonder of your heart, soul, and imagination set sail for a change. Visit Conscious Healing and Consulting on the web at ConsciousHealingConsult.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Love, Psyche, and Soul with Danielle Burns. If you have a question about our program or story you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to hear from you by email to lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Again, that's lovepsychesoul at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello again, and thank you, thank you so much for staying tuned into our first episode of love, psyche, and soul. Again, I am so grateful uh, to be your host today on our first episode on gifts of inner wisdom. And before the break, we were exploring these gifts found within nature imagery, also within self-discovery processes. We were considering the nature and uniqueness of these processes in terms of what surfaces as that beautiful fundamental archetypal expression of the self 
within relationships and transformative experiences. And what I wanted to do during this last segment, as I promised, was share with you a song that I wrote about the overall nature and gift of this type of wisdom. Because, you know, I believe that it's something, of course, that we all struggle with on lots of different levels. I don't know how many of you meditate, but I love meditating. But there's, there's this general struggle, you know, that I sometimes have with the silence of meditation, which is really the way that we should all practice it. It's the beauty of that silence that is so important that allows us to have a little bit more clarity and meaning around our experiences. And I have enjoyed meditating for several years. However, I still find myself at times wanting to listen to something rhythmic, something that sort of gets my body flowing in a very subtle way and gets results simultaneously. And it's my opinion that this is also sort of um, an archetypal experience. It allows us to kind of tap into that archetypal therapeutic realm for healing the mind and body, even healing the soul. Some of us have deep soul trauma. So this is where I think um, voice and even artistry, either poetic or song artistry, and I will be doing some singing for you on this show, although not today. <laughs> this next song is a spoken po poetry song, reflecting the artistry of the work that I do with my clients. And I don't just do a little bit of hypnotherapy, as I mentioned in some of my profiles, um, uh, in narrative therapy. Sometimes I like to offer a little bit of spoken poetry to my clients. So I've developed several new alternative, what I describe as alternative healing songs and meditations. And I'm going to go ahead and share one of those with you. I want you to keep in mind that alternative songs and meditations sort of incorporate that rhythmic, calming, soothing, and grounding strategy sort of in place of the more traditional um, silent meditation art forms. Um, so it's not, an, it's not to replace what you should be doing. It's just an alternative uh, that you can practice even when you're on the go. So you can listen to this song and groove to it, flow to it as you're driving, as perhaps you're at work enjoying um, something calm and soothing. Uh, sort of playing in the background. So go ahead and get comfortable. Maybe even put your earphones on if you have that. And we will now begin with our featured song of the day. Hope survives the winter. Flowers blossom in the rain, dreaming in full spectrum. All is well and forgiven. Life lends a new scenery. Winds kiss the morning sun. Healing tenders the path anew, welcoming the beloved. Inhaling, exhaling, 
listening to that song. What I want to do is just take a moment to talk about the beauty of numinosity and just kind of pointing out how this song is applied, excuse me, not just within our lives, but how it relates to both archetypes and the beauty of numinosity. Especially as we're talking about sacred inner beauty, which I mentioned within the song, that we are all things sacred. And that many times we find that beauty deep within. This is the idea of holiness from a numinous perspective. It is the only way of understanding the numinous. Essentially being that experience where one is guided and led on a journey through the ways of one's own mind until the numinous begins to surface spontaneously into consciousness. These are the experiences that are times ineffable, escaping understanding, where these beautiful numinous experiences cannot be expressed by anything other than themselves. So as you think about these experiences, 
within your own life. I want you to just go ahead and draw meaning from the experiences in terms of how you might describe the nature of archetypal luminosity as an experience of your own sacred beauty. And at times these experiences have a way of feeling evoked, of being experienced as something that is felt outside of yourself. And these are unique encounters with the presence of the divine, the spiritual, and the awe-inspiring in much the same way. There's no perfect way of experiencing them. These experiences can stir the soul into awakening through a unique encounter with something wholly other. And this is the familiar and um, intelligible mystery, okay, I'll use that term, that renders what can be described as a profound emotional affect. I'm actually drawing um, meaning and description from one of my favorite authors, and I don't know if any of you are familiar with Rudolf Odo's seminal work, which is called The Idea of the Holy. But one of the things that he has suggested within his book is how the numinous may appear in multiple forms. You know, first, you know, he sort of describes it as an experience with the uncanny. You know, this is a term that is distinct from ordinary fear. You know, it sort of falls within the realm of, of terror or awe or dread, okay? Even these experiences, he says, resemble what can be used to throw light upon a particular situation. And I love that because what that means is that we can find light even within our darkest experiences. Yet the numinous or the archetypal numinous can also surface as a gentle sort of agitation, sort of like a mere fleeting shadow, he says that surfaces initially as something of an eerie quality. <laughs> this is where the uncanny can be a starting point for an encounter with the sacred. It sort of implies that mystery um, already beginning to loom before the mind um, is able to get in touch with emotion. Odo elaborates on this within his work as well. So it's within these newly revealed capacities of archetypal luminosity, both the beautiful, profound, awe-inspiring, and even the crude and terrible, dreadful manifestations, which are all inclusive, where that we bear sort of bear witness to a completely new function of experience. And this is the quality of numinosity that is very powerful, of course, because in this state, one's personal identity momentarily fades away 
while identifying with something very different within the realm of consciousness, depth, and intensity. So these finer qualities of numinous experience, which Odo describes within his work, is that of energy, of urgency, which is revealed through symbolic expressions of vitality, of passion, of emotional temper, of movement, and excitement, all of which we will be exploring on this show through music, through uh, guest interviews. These experiences sort of mark one's union with a never-resting force that is active and compelling and alive within every one of us. And it's the ongoing richness of this terminology. And we don't have to use the term because the experience is not the term in it itself. We all have our own ways of defining these experiences which parallel the feeling or images that accompany such experiences, linking ourselves to sort of an awakened sense of consciousness, okay? So what I want to do is just invite you to come on back and to continue um, exploring these experiences with me, I'm really hoping that by exploring and presenting an in-depth exploration of these experiences, we'll be able to engage in life-changing experiences together. Follow me, if you'd like, uh, on Facebook. Visit my website at Conscious Healing Consult, and I'll look forward to seeing you for our next episode. Stay tuned and many blessings to you always. Thank you for listening to Love, Psyche, and Soul. Please join Danielle Burns for another episode of Rich Stories and Healing Melodies next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, we wish you a weekend full of heartfelt wisdom. 